Welcome back to A Push for Understanding. This is Degler section 10.5. Um, and I think a Winston Churchill quote uh, suits, this, uh, suits this section best. And the quote is that America will always do the right thing after trying every other option first. Um, and in this case, it's actually the opposite. America did the right thing. Um, America opened its doors to immigrants allowed immigrants uh, from poor countries uh, who were escaping prejudice, escaping religious execution, or um, running away from war and famine and, and disease, and coming to America, which was a land of opportunity. Um, and then we closed those doors for like 60 years, and uh, we kind of, you know, screwed over a lot of people on that. Um, so. This is all because of the anti-immigrant fears um, between the 1830s and 1860s and the 1990s and 1914, um, which were both peaks of immigration. So, um, first of all, we'll talk about the 1830s. And uh, the anti-immigration um, club, <laughs> if you will, uh, was headed by the Know Nothing Party. Um, and they basically attacked immigrant immigrants voting and the Roman Catholic Church, which are basically the same thing. Um, the Roman Catholic Church, by the way, um, kind of becomes this uh, kind of workaround to being called anti-immigrant, um, both in the 1830s and the 1890s. Uh, they attack the Catholic Church, um, which is basically attacking immigrants <laughs> without directly attacking immigrants. So, uh, they call for things like immigrants to be suspended of their voting rights, um, and this leads to mob violence, which eventually leads to two changes, two key changes. Um, the extension of naturalization, which basically means that um, for you to be considered a citizen of the United States, um, you have to stay in the United States for, so, for longer, which means you can't vote as soon as you get to the United States, um, and you're not uh, you can't access your constitutional rights um, and state state rights um, as guaranteed by the federal and state governments, um, and you are also, you are also excluded from holding public office. So, um, if you come to America, you can't be elected. And so that is all in response to the first peak in the 1830s, um, and eventually that peak. Uh, goes down, especially with the Civil War. A lot of people, for some reason, are coming to the United States while we're in a Civil War. Um, and the no and the Know Nothing Party pretty much dies out after that, especially after immigrants um, are very pro-union and very um, and support the union a lot in the uh, the Civil War. Uh, kind of, I guess, air quotes, proving themselves to the United States that they aren't dangerous or trying to overthrow the government. Um, so that was the first um, kind of attack on immigrants, and that's all due to nativism, which I defined in the last in the last episode. But if you need a reminder, nativism is basically um, air quotes protection of your com of your country in face of immigration, especially in peaks of immigration. And so, um, in the eighteen nineties. As immigration begins to peak again, we see the rise of the American Protective Association, or the APA. Um, and I'm, uh, you know what? Never mind. That's not important. Um, 
and the American Protective Association, which I'm going to try and avoid saying because it's hard to say for me with my sad lisp. Um, <laughs> um, the APA <laughs> um, is basically anti-Catholic, which, as I talked about before, is basically the same thing as attacking immigrants. Um, so for the purpose of this, I'm just going to say they're anti-immigrant. Um, and they are very well known for their half-truths and lie, especially about uh, the Roman Catholic Church. And all of this leads to kind of a um, deterioration of our views of immigrants. So the unions, which we talked about in Decker 9, the Knights of Labor, and the American Federal Labor, or wait, the American Federation of Labor, um, are very anti-immigration. Which is unfortunate. Um, Congress passes the anti or passes the Chinese Exclusion Act, which does exactly as it sounds. It denies that Chinese people are citizens of the United States and bans uh, immigration from China to the United States. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's the Chinese Exclusion Act, <laughs> um, and uh, the government puts in literacy tests for. Um, immigrants coming to America, which sounds innocent, but remember, a lot of immigrants are peasants who aren't educated, and the vast number of immigrants who aren't educated are coming from uh, southern and eastern Europe, Russia, Poland, Italy, Spain, Greece, etc. Um, and so that stops a lot of immigration from these poorer countries and from peasants. Um, and basically keeping old immigration, which are, you know, the UK, France, Germany, Belgium, Netherlands, Luxembourg, um, Norway, Sweden, Finland, Denmark, etc. This is all basically due to the fact that there were very xenophobic views towards people of Eastern Europe. Um, and so basically, we basically lock out the Chinese from immigrating to America, who, I will remind you, built the Transcontinental Railroad, along with the Irish, American, Irish Americans, um, and now we're locking out, we're practically blocking out um, immigration from Eastern Europe. Um, and then in the 1920s, right in the middle of the Progressive Era, which is not a very good sign of the Progressive Era, <laughs> um, in 1924, uh, Congress passes uh, some new amendments, not constitutional amendments, but acts and bills, um, basically capping the number of immigrants per year at 150,000 immigrants. So 150,000 people can immigrate to America every year. The year prior to this, 800,000 people immigrated to the United States. So um, if my math is correct, which it most likely is not, um, I believe that's uh, decreasing the number of people immigrating to America by six times, which is significant. And also, um, the way we decide which countries we're going to accept immigrants from is from the United States Census. So let's say um, immigrants from England make up 10% of the U.S. population. Just throwing out a number here. That means that 10% of 150,000 immigrants are going to be uh, English um, English uh, immigrants. So, what census data do they use? They use 
1891 census data, which was a uh, kind of low point for Eastern European immigration, which hurts Eastern Europe European immigration again, and basically cuts off Eastern Europe, uh, all those from Eastern Europe who weren't already cut off through the literacy tests. Um, and so all of this basically says that the United States hated immigration um, in the 1920s and the, and the 1830s and the 1890s. Um, eventually, however, all of these decisions are um, kind of dropped by the Kennedy administration in the, uh, what would that be? That would be the 1960s. So that's uh, 40 years after the 1920s. Yes, that's how math works. <laughs> uh, 40 years after uh, s some of the most um, destructive bills to immigration passed, uh, the Kennedy administration overturns them. They overturn the Chinese Exclusion Act, basically return immigration to how they were um, previously, during you know the previous Degler uh, sections. And so, basically, what this whole chapter says is basically, America, for the first time, and perhaps forever, started off on the right track, and then we crashed and burned and exploded into a thousand fiery pieces. And then we fixed it. So, <laughs> um, Degler Section 10.5 um, really shows that America's anti-immigrant, or because American immigration rose so quickly, so too did the anti-immigration movements uh, leading to America adopting acts um, that kind of closed itself off to the rest of the world and stopped, uh, quote, undesirable groups um, from coming to America. And so I believe that's everything I wanted to say, and I hope you learned something new in this episode, and I hope you'll come back for the next episode. Um, bye.